What's up guys, welcome to the channel, it's FPL Guria and yes, it is Monday, but the only reason we are going live with a transfer traffic episode on a Monday is because our deadline is on Thursday night, so we need to get those transfers done as soon as possible and get our teams locked in as soon as possible because the games are coming thick and fast. So let's get straight into the action of who are the best transfers to be making for Game Week 18. So before we get into those transfers, I just want to talk about the situation concerning the Bournemouth and Luton match. So obviously that match was abandoned due to some really scary scenes on the football pitch which was rather unfortunate so we really hope that Tom Lockyer gets through this difficult situation and is back and healthy and hopefully maybe could possibly come back and play football again and so obviously the main question in an FPL circumstance is what does that mean for the FPL points that was scored by Adebayo and Dominic Solanke in particular, Solanke, because a lot of people brought him in. He was the most bought player of the game week, and yet his match was abandoned. So what I've been seeing is that it looks as though the match between Luton and Bournemouth will be replayed completely. They will not restart from the hour mark. So the fixture will go back to Nolno, and that really means that possibly all the points will be erased and made null void from the weekend's game. And so, that is a very frustrating thing if you are a Sri Lanka owner. But I can understand why the Premier League have taken this action. But at the same time, we saw not too long ago in La Liga, similar type of situation where there was a bit of chaos outside the stadium. And after about half time or so, they cancelled the game, they abandoned the match and then at least a day or so later they returned but they started the game from the point at which the game was stopped. So a little bit different what La Liga has done compared to the Premier League but I can still understand why they have decided to restart this match even though it may be frustrating for you as an FPL owner. You have to just accept what the Premier League has done and realize that now getting a full 90 minutes of Solanke to possibly get some more FPL points as gaming 17 is still live the gaming is not over yet so there's still points to be had for Solanke owners so looking at the transfers for gaming 18 which is on Thursday let me clarify this the games are coming thick and fast and our gaming is on Thursday night a massive derby between Crystal Palace and Brighton, especially after the performance that Crystal Palace put up against Manchester City at the Etihad Stadium, coming from 2-0 down to draw that match. So a very impressive performance that will give them confidence going into this big game between themselves and Brighton. But looking at the transfers, our first buy is going to be Ollie Watkins. I'm very impressed with Ollie Watkins and I've been a fan favorite of him since he came up to the Premier League with Aston Villa with Dean Smith. I've always rated him as a player and this season 
He's really showcasing how good a player he is. He's having a fantastic season. And I honestly think he's the best second striker in the game alongside Erling Haaland. I don't think there's any striker in the game that guarantees you points the way Ollie Watkins does. And for Game Week 18, blank Game Week 18, he is probably the best captaincy option of all players in the game. Salah will be facing Arsenal. Yungmin Son is going to be facing up Everton. We know Spurs are very attacking, but we know how strong Everton have been lately. They've been very impressive and they've kept four clean sheets in a row now. So they do seem to be the team that keeps the clean sheets and that won't be an easy match for Spurs, most definitely, even if they are playing at home. Everton have been really good on the road as well, picking up 16 points. Joint second best team on the road this season. So that is a difficult fixture. While Watkins faces a Sheffield United side at Villa Park. And that is the crucial point there. They're playing at Villa Park. And with Aston Villa playing at Villa Park, they will be looking to make it 16 wins on the bounce in the Premier League. And you can definitely see them doing that at Villa Park. A quick mention for Anthony Gordon as well. Because he will be facing Luton Town this weekend but that fixture is away from home and Ariel has said that he is carrying a knock through the last couple of weeks but they don't want to rest him because of how crucial he has been for the team so Anthony Gordon is a slight option but looking at game week 18 I think Andre Watkins is the best option for game week 18 as a captaincy option which is why he is a buy but also long-term, really long-term, right up until game week 30 or so. The fixtures for Villa are amazing and Ollie Watkins is definitely going to be starting all those games, most definitely. Our next buy is going to be Richarlison at Spurs. So Richarlison has now scored three goals in his last two games and what that will produce some confidence in him having come back from injury and the crucial thing here is I am putting Richarlison ahead of Kulusevski because Richarlison is registered as a midfielder in the game who's playing as a striker. Now he had the exact same thing at Spurs with Son for such a long period of time. But the difference is that Richarlison comes in at almost 3 million cheaper than Son. So that's a brilliant, brilliant player that we have on our hands here. As a midfielder playing in that striker position who's scoring goals, who's gaining confidence. And with Son going to be leaving for the Asia Cup very soon, he becomes, in my opinion, the best replacement for Son. So why not jump on Richarlison right now while he's playing in that striker position or possibly double up with Son and Richarlison and then let go of Son while already having invested early on on Richarlison who crucially is owned by less than 3% of the game. So he's a massive differential who's performing really well, playing out of position. I really think Richarlison can really do well. He does face his former club Everton. So he will probably be really revved up and ready to go for that fixture. So I really do think if I'm choosing between Richarlison or Kulusevski, I'd rather opt for Richarlison. Moving on to a couple of players that I do think it is time to get rid of. Darwin Nunez is our first sell 
which has been coming since he has been rather disappointing lately. He's not been as electrifying in front of goal as he was a couple of weeks ago when he faced Luton Town. He took a number of shots and still failed to score. Back then, he was taking a lot of shots. Recently, the shot count has dipped slightly. And so, I do think now it's time to sell. It's a perfect time to sell ahead of this very difficult fixture against Arsenal. Yes, they are playing at Anfield, but Darwin Nunez doesn't look the most convincing at the moment, especially when you've got Ollie Watkins as well doing bits for Aston Villa. So, I think you don't want to really hold on to Darwin, especially when you've got someone in Ollie Watkins who's been really, really exceptional this season. And the other reason is because Watkins is playing so well that he's becoming almost more and more essential with every passing week. Not having him in your team can really be damaging for your game if you don't own someone like Ollie Watkins. Obviously, people are selling Haaland for Watkins, but I don't think that is the right move. I think you want to have both Haaland and Watkins as your two strikers in your team and maybe even have Solanke as the third striker rather than having two of the three. I'd rather have all three because all three have been so impressive this season and I do think a lot of people still own Darwin Nunez. This is the best time to get rid of, especially when they are about to face one of the toughest defences in Arsenal. Our second sell for Gameweek 18 is Musa Diaby and yes, he does face Sheffield United this Gameweek but he is no longer the first choice right winger slash second striker for this Villa side because Leon Bailey has just been ridiculously impressive really from the start of the season and yes he was majority of the time coming off the bench but he was still making a really good impact and now I think he's been improving and performing so well Bailey that he's really forced Unai Emery's hand to say I need to start games and when he started the games he's done well we saw him pick up a slight knock in that fixture against Arsenal but he was available for Kamek 17's game against Brentford, was on the bench, came off the bench, and what did he do? He made an impact, getting an assist and getting Villa back into the game and eventually seeing Villa pick up another victory. So, Bailey is now the first choice winger slash striker for Villa alongside Oli Watkins. So, I don't think Diaby is part of that first team and I do think with the fixtures that Villa have over the long term, you can possibly think about getting the double up on their attack. But if you are looking to do that, Diaby isn't the one to have right now. It's Bailey who's doing most of the really good stuff in that attack for Aston Villa alongside Watkins. So if you have Diaby, I think now is a good time to get rid of, even if they are about to play Sheffield United. Looking at a couple of players that I do think we need to keep in our FPL team. So our first keep is Kieran Trippier. So yes, he was suspended for Gaming 17 and there was a slight rumor that he could be potentially injured. But there hasn't been any information that really suggests that it's set in stone that Kieran Trippier is injured. And I do think if he isn't, him getting that suspension 
will actually be a blessing in disguise for Newcastle because he's been playing so many games and he's been looking really fatigued. That break will be so important for Trippier. And now he's got his break. If he is fit, the next two fixtures for Newcastle are brilliant. And if you are a Trippier owner, as a non Trippier owner, I'm really jealous and I'm really nervous because Newcastle face Luton Town and Nottingham Forest in their next two games. Those are brilliant fixtures for Newcastle attackers and for one man in that defence in particular, Kieran Trippier. We know how good he is. We know that he's a bonus point magnet. And so I do think if he is fit and available, I wouldn't be looking to sell him. I'd rather keep him in my team ahead of those two brilliant fixtures for Newcastle. So it's an easy keep if he is fit in Kieran Trippier. Our second keep is Wang Yi Chan. So, two fixtures against Nottingham Forest and West Ham. Two teams we would say should be easy to get some goals against. But Wolves did struggle in both those fixtures. Possibly due to the fact that both sides play very similar in terms of their defensive approach. They have a five-man back line. They sit very deep. They ask teams to break them down. And Wolves aren't that type of team. They would need someone like a Pedro Neto to help them break a team like Nottingham Forest and West Ham down. But they don't have him just yet. He is expected to be available for their game against Chelsea. But looking at Wang Chan, he's been very impressive this season. And yes, he has not been as impactful in the matches lately. But he's still got three decent fixtures before he leaves for the Asia Cup. Next up is Chelsea who've been so indifferent this season that there's definitely a good opportunity for Wolves to do well in this game. They are playing at home and after such a poor performance Gary O'Neill will be expecting a reaction from his side and Wang Chan will probably be one of the key players to get that reaction from the team and possibly bring a positive result for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Moving into the last section of the episode, we've got a couple of avoids for Game Week 18. Our first avoid is Gabriel Jesus. So a lot of people are looking at Arsenal attackers ahead of their good fixtures that are coming up. But they haven't been the most clinical side in the Premier League. They haven't looked the most threatening side in front of goal this season. And with Jesus about to face Liverpool at Anfield, that's a really difficult fixture to back someone to score in, especially Jesus, who isn't the most clinical player in the world. And he's even come out and said that scoring goals isn't his biggest strength as a football player. That isn't his greatest asset. So I wouldn't be looking to move on to a player who's registered as a striker in the game, who doesn't even believe in himself to score goals. And when he's about to face Liverpool, that's probably the worst time to be bringing in an Arsenal attack, I'd rather wait a week, see how he performs in that fixture. And maybe if you like the performance and you're looking to take a gamble, then you could possibly bring him in. But for me, he's an avoid for Game Week 18. Our second avoid is James Tarkovsky. So Everton, like I mentioned earlier, have been really, really strong defensively. They've kept four clean sheets in a row now. And they do seem to be the one side in the Premier League who have some sort of guarantee 
of clean sheets. But unfortunately, their good fixtures have come to an end somewhat because the next run of fixtures that they have, they are going to be facing some of the best attacking sides in the league, both in the top half and bottom half of the league. So they're going to be facing up against the likes of Wolves, Manchester City, Spurs this game week. And so I think looking at those fixtures that I just mentioned, it will be difficult for Everton to keep clean sheets. Yes, they have been keeping the clean sheets. But when you're facing such difficult oppositions who are so strong attacking-wise, back-to-back-to-back, it will be difficult to see a consistency of those clean sheets that we've been getting from them recently. So I think we've missed out on the good fixtures for Everton. And now I wouldn't be looking to bring those Everton defenders. Possibly Pickford for save points and the odd clean sheet, but not the defenders. I don't think the defenders will do well in this next run of fixtures for Everton. And so that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow the channel and drop that 5-star rating because it really helps the channel out. And I will be dropping out my team selection episode on Wednesday as our deadline, like I've mentioned before, is on Thursday when Brighton travel to Sellers Park to face Crystal Palace under the lights. That is your deadline on Thursday night. Don't forget it. And so make sure to get your transfers done and get your team locked in as soon as possible because you don't want to be missing out on the Game Week 18 deadline. But until next time, guys. Peace.